We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Inbound to Smart. Bounce pass Tatum. Tatum puts up a three. Bang! Jason Tatum from downtown. 1.3 remaining. No timeouts left for Philadelphia. Oh! Oh! No, they say no good. Came after the buzzer. And the Celtics win a thriller. They'll have to check it. Quinn Hughes, Connor Garland off Besser's stick. Omark is gonna try it, and he scores! Linus Omark, the odds-on Vezina Trophy winner, scores an empty net goal to seal this win. One can't help but be positive. The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy yeah. about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Broadcasting from the home of the happiest and most insufferable fans in all sports on WLFG, the home of not one, not two, but three teams winning on a Saturday. This is your old pals Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart, the Fitzy and Hart program coming to you on Sunday, February 26, 2023 from 11A to 1P all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network. We are Boston Sports Original, and we're happy to be with you for the next two hours until Red Sox spring training comes to you from the beautiful, sunny state of Florida. You can hop in and share your thoughts, your memories, your feelings, your reactions to one of the best, most enjoyable, and wildest sports Saturdays in recent regular season history. 
by simply calling 617-779-7937. That's the telephone number. Don't have time to call, but you want to share some textual thoughts? We're available at 37937. And, of course, the socials at FitzyGFY, at JumboHeart, and at WEEI. Andy, yesterday was, dare I say, and I know children are listening, but that's okay. I'll make it semi-safe and reasonably appropriate. Yesterday was so effing awesome. I have a feeling even you, yourself, the grumpy one himself, the tiny tower of sour power, original, had to have gone to bed with a sports smile on your face. Well, how could you not? Now we're not only dominating the winter sports season, we're doing so in ridiculously entertaining fashion. The teams that are cruising are adding a layer of theater, Steve Buckley storylines to the, uh, to the uh, entertainment factor. And you know me. Starts with the entertainment factor, and we go to everything else from there. And uh, Celtics and Bruins are great, and they're entertaining. And uh, I think my favorite takeaway from the night was to find out that Orlov, the uh, the new Bruins defenseman, goes the, the by the nasty. Uh, yeah, Ollie, Ollie, Orly, Ollie. You got got to have a hockey nickname, even if you have a short Russian last name. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, uh, no, no, it's he's, fun. Yeah, he, and oh. the flip side is, I've been in this little tête-à-tête with Rich Keefe during our night shifts where. He does not take the Philadelphia 76ers and Joel Embiid seriously, and good reason. He has choked historically. Doc Rivers has choked historically. There's that whole storyline. I just keep telling him they're talented. I'm not saying you have to fear them, but you need to respect the talent they bring. They are capable of an upset and a postseason run. And then you end up with Celtics taking care of business against the Sixers and Joel Embiid postgame saying, quote, story of my life. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the story of my life. Unreal that the guy could hit, and and we'll reset the reset the stage and the table for what was just an unbelievable finish to an unbelievable day for the Boston sports, winter sports, or at least the ones that play the world's other most popular sport and that call the TD Garden their home. But that Joel Embiid could follow up Jason Tatum's heroic three pointer with. 1.3 seconds left to put the Celtics up for good, 110-107 final. And Embiid could fire a one-armed 75-foot swish, and it wouldn't count because it was half a second too late. I mean, of all the soul punches that could be delivered at the end of a hard-fought, well-played conference rival Saturday night primetime showcase, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy doesn't sleep for a week, Andy. Un, just brutal. Yeah, he's become uh, sort of a sympathetic figure. And, so, like, if you want to break this down technically, a sympathetic some of figure him. that's seven feet tall and scores and 40 dominates. points a night. Yes. Right. And is an MVP candidate and scores 40 points and does everything seemingly he can to help his team win, but they can't get the ultimate wins, the important wins. But I would say, how long do, in his head is 1.3 seconds? Because he gets the inbound pass and he dribbles a couple times. Like, he, he kind of. I mean, I wish Mac could throw deep balls like Embiid did on that. If Mac had that type of deep ball accuracy, Patriots might be a better team. He might not be the 25th best quarterback in the NFL. But uh, Embiid sh- sort of took his time before he got that shot off. He just thought about it like, do I try to make a pass? Do I actually throw the ball? What do I What do I have to do? What do I do here? And then just throws. I mean, when he when it left his when it left his hand when it left his gigantic arm, I thought for a second like. That looks reasonably accurate. Like, my heart rate went from sped up to beating through my chest. Like, please don't let this. You, there's no way. Oh, my God, it went in. And I thought, this Celtics, oh, no. Now I feel cursed. Now this is how the season's going to go. The Celtics are that good. 
but for some reason they're just not going to be able to get back to where like it's just it it brought back feelings of you know the fellowship of the miserable or the way things used to feel prior to the double dynastic run and now for the 12 championships and all the duck boats and the insufferability and the entitled town feelings all the great vibes of the last 20 some odd years now we're going to have to pay for it by Jason Tatum on a night when he's not even having his best game coming in with some clutch some clutch play at the end and hitting that monstrous three from the top of the key and Joel Embiid chucks in a 75 footer but it didn't count it didn't count Andy and that's all that's all that matters and i got to tell you my biggest takeaway in addition to and as i put together for weei.com what an awesome day what a what a midwinter's saturday delight that was for the boston sports superfan I got to tell you, in having the best and most dynamic duo in the NBA in the form of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, last night, to me, was the epitome of how and why you can never break these two up if possible. How, how and why you need to keep these two together and how and why these two will be capable of conference finals and NBA finals for as long as they're both together and healthy and in their prime. Because Jason Tatum last night just didn't have it. He admitted when he scored 31 the other night with that 142-138 surprise squeaker on Miles Turner from way downtown night in Indianapolis, he admitted that he may still have a little bit of a vacation or an all-star hangover. Well, apparently that hangover, as you and I have found in our late 40s, actually increased and intensified with time because he didn't have it last night. Flat out, period, end of story. But you know who did? Batman. Jason Tatum. Excuse me, Jalen Brown. Uh, I, I think they're going to have to start selling Jalen Brown masks at the pro shop. <laughs> I mean, he was when they needed somebody to step up, make plays, be the most athletic, dominant and physically assertive player on the court last night. They're down 15 in the third. They go on an 18 three run and then they surge forward in the fourth. And it's now they have a 10 point lead. Now, Philadelphia catches up. They get a lead back again. Then Philadelphia not only ties it up, but, but goes up by one, 103, 102. They went to Jalen Brown time and time again, and he was fearless shooting the deep ball. He drove the lane. He had that one dunk on the breakaway, that beautiful pass. I think it was to uh, Grant Williams or Derek White on one play. Just He was awesome. And then in the end, when he was gassed and they were keying in on him, Jason Tatum stepped up, big rebounds, uh, a big layup, and then, of course, the three to ice it. Like That was, to me, the epitome of how Jason and Jalen work in tandem as the best duo in the NBA. Yeah, and I think it even goes deeper than that. I thought this game was an example of against a good playoff caliber, Eastern Conference caliber opponent, mm-hmm. not only the dynamic duo, which you know I've been a big fan of of Mr. 1A or whatever you want to call Jalen Brown forever, and the best thing that can happen to the Celtics is when he gets third team all NBA and can sign a super max deal with the Celtics to make more money here and stay here and all of that. I'm a big fan of his, and he has shown the ability this year to – step in as needed when Jason Tatum has these games. Tatum's had a great year, but there have been nights when he's just been off, and he's got a couple of them coming out of the All-Star break. Jalen Brown steps up. Now, the Jalen Brown haters will point to there were a few phases within this game itself where he dribbled it off his leg and dribbled it off his knee and passed it out of bounds and had Mm -hmm. some of those occasional frustrating turnovers that, that he is wont to do. But, no, they have two superstars. But then you take it a step further, they have two... I don't even know. They have a a secondary dynamic duo that's coming into its own with Brogdon and White. 
who oh, seem to be alternating back and forth, sing right? The like, song. yes, it's it's nuts how good those guys are. Like, this was more of a Derek White night, but Brogdon and White are almost like your bench dynamic duo. And when you bring that kind of depth to the NBA and don't just rely on, yes, it's a superstar league. Yep, you need Jason Tatum to be great. If Jason Tatum lays an egg in the finals again, you'll probably come up short. But I don't know too many teams that can bring scoring and versatile play off the bench the way Brogdon and White do. I know we're homers. We're borderline green teamers, I guess. This team looks borderline unbeatable in in my mind if they stay healthy. I just, they don't have, they have the stars. They have the depth. They have just seemingly the whole thing. I know people want to talk themselves into the coaching concerns, but I'm starting to think it's it's NBA title banner or bust for the Boston Celtics right now. Yeah, honestly, like it, it's getting to a point you can't say with any of these teams, with the Celtics or the Bruins, and we'll get to what a huge win that was for the Bruins, but over a far inferior opponent, but mostly just for the way it ended. No. Uh, oh my God! Honestly, honestly, I mean, like Jack Jack Edwards, I was mad at Jack for those for the dumb comments about the. The I forget the name of the guy, the chubby defenseman or the the overweight player on another team earlier this season, but yeah. Jack may Jack may have won me back by losing his mind last night during the goalie goal, first ever in the history of the Boston Bruins as well. Isn't that crazy? What, That's what a season me. for Le- for Linus. Um, uh, yeah, no, it is. It's insane that it took them this long. The story in history forever. of an original six team, and they now only finally have a goalie goal. It was spectacular. But I, I'm with you know. You can't say that if either team comes short of winning their finals of winning a championship of of raising a cup or hoisting a banner uh, hoisting a cup raising a banner however you want to phrase it that it's a choke i've heard i've heard people even on our own station refer to it as such and i i disagree wildly was that, with that. adam however jones? what's that was, was that someone adam on jones that pro- someone I just on that program the negative <laughs> what the negativity factory weekdays two to yeah. six on we yeah yeah so uh but i got i gotta say like i'm recalibrating my expectations now like i believe both teams have the talent like with the moves they've made not saying mike muscala is like oh we'll be talking about muscala as the key to the celtics 18th banner for years but like the way this like again i'm gonna go back to that milwaukee loss their bench is phenomenal their bench might beat nine out of every 10 other teams in the nba like you said andy like as much as i love jalen and jason the j and j connection I love it. I love it when Derek White and Brogdon are on the floor just as much. Like Derek White does everything so well now. He's shockingly talented. He's a multi-tool player. And Brogdon, as the late great Stuart Scott, may he rest in peace and be calling highlights forever upstairs, said he's as cool as the other side of the pillow, man. Like just spectacular. And you're right. If they stay healthy, they have the balance, the experience, and oh my God, last night, Andy. Joe Missoula even called a timeout when they needed one to run an inbounds play. Yeah, they um I just I don't I don't really see a flaw to their team, to their game, to their makeup right now. And maybe I'm jinxing them and you know, Rob Williams will miss two weeks moving yeah. forward or whatever. Yeah. But you, last year I thought you had to have those Horford type games and he had a big game last night he had key threes Mm -hmm. that were a big part of the victory he still has that Mm -hmm. in his repertoire but if you want to lean on something that's the extra that's the spin the wheel oh extra points and extra contributions you now have brogdon and white to me who are not extras they're not they're not you know oh if we get that that'll be nice every once in a while they are relied upon because they're good enough to be relied upon they could be starters in other places and the Derek white thing when they traded for him 
I remember reading, I think The Athletic did a uh, like sort of behind the scenes on how the trade unfolded, and they had quotes of they uh, Brad Stevens saw White as the missing piece, the missing link to a title team, and yep. I thought that was a bit much at the time. I thought it was a little bit exaggeration. Uh, but now as I see how he's evolved in a little over a year in Boston, he is sort of a key part or a missing piece to a title team, and I, I think you're going to find that out this year. Uh, Derek White is has been ever since he won. That was Player of the Week a few weeks ago, correct? Yep, Player of the Week in the Eastern Conference. Uh, since just before that, through his Player of the Week status into the Milwaukee game, where one of his eardrums, I believe, was compromised or perforated, and he was having difficulty hearing out of it, so he stays behind uh, before the All Star break. Gets checked out in Milwaukee, flies home later, probable for the game against Detroit, still plays against Detroit the last game before the All-Star break, puts up 18 points, takes a few days off, comes back, and is still on a heater, and he rebounds, and he assists, and his ball handling is superb, and he's putting up anywhere between 13 and 21 points a night. Uh, I mean, these are the guys. These are the unsung heroes. These are the ones, Andy, that if the Celtics do fulfill their promise, and if they live up to their potential— and if they get to the finals and then they finish the job that they started last year, we will be talking about those guys in the same light that we talk about the Leon Poes and the P.J. Browns and the other people that contributed in their own spectacular, if it not sometimes understated ways, 15 years ago, the last time the Celtics raised a banner. We are all kinds of fired up here on Fitzy and Hart. We are with you until 1 p.m., at which time we'll throw it down to the great Joe Castiglione and company for Rays at Red Sox, live from JetBlue Pack in beautiful Fort Myers, Florida. It's another beautiful day here in the Commonwealth, and by that I mean it's kind of gray and cold, but whatever. We got all the right kind of sports fields tanks to the Bruins, the Celtics, the Revs. And- T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Everyone else, give us a call. 617-779-7937. That's the phone number. And now we catch up on sports news trending with our pal Andrew. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. What did you think of Joel's heat when I was I turned around. I ain't even like look. Uh, Cause I, I seen him take a dribble, and you know I just turned around. I was like it ain't enough time left. And you know, <laughs> he ended up hitting it. But uh, I kind of had a feeling that it was, you know, it wasn't gonna count. But uh, you know, it's the NBA where <laughs> anything can happen, right? I wish I would have shot it sooner, but uh, as I turned, I saw Darren White there, so I. Couldn't really get it off, uh, so I had to kind of go back to my right side uh, to try to get it uh, get it off. So, fortunately, um, you know, story of my life. Ah, oh, poor Joel Embiid. Poor Joel Embiid. Story of his life. A night where he plays his ass off, where he scores 40% of his team's points, 41 points, 13 rebounds, an MVP caliber performance, like you said earlier, Andy. In defeat, he honestly deserves better. He really does. He hit his free throws. He played a good game. He represents the city well, unlike some of the Philadelphia trash fans who were, uh, as I saw on uh, the socials, taunting Celtics fans, uh, little kids flipping off people in the stands. Like it's just a. It, you wonder why some people, even in New England, were able to root for the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl Fifty Seven. All you need to do is just get a peek at the beautiful, glorious fans of Philadelphia. And it just makes last night's Celtics victory, in addition to keeping them atop the Eastern Conference, the best record in the NBA. It keeps them over the Sixers and, thankfully, ahead of Milwaukee, who's been surging recently. Even the other night, uh, Andy, when Giannis Attentacupo had to go out of the game, that's okay because everyone else picked up the slack and they defeated uh, the Miami Heat by 29 points. You got Fitzy and Hart with you here today till 1 p.m. until we throw it down to Florida for coverage of today's second spring training game, the Tampa Rays against the Red Sox from beautiful JetBlue Park in Fort Myers, Florida. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number if you would like to weigh in. Andy, back to what we were talking about before the break. I don't think it's hyperbolic. I don't think we're putting the duck boat before the horse, if you will, at this point to say we firmly believe that these Celtics now have everything that it takes that they are about as complete a team as we can remember in recent history to be able to make a playoff run and if they stay healthy make their way back to and win the finals i can't think of a team now thanks to the surge of the bench like the brogdons and whites who we were just throwing roses and laurels of uh reeds at moments ago i can't think of another team right now that is more complete than the celtics and when you take a look at their schedule the rest of the way it's no cakewalk, the old expression for an easy stroll. They still have games, you know, next couple of games, Knicks, Cavs, Nets, Cavs, Knicks, Blazers, Hawks. Like they don't, there's no, there's no free W for a while on this roster. They have two more against the Jazz as well. And uh, one more against the Bucks, one more against the Sixers. Like it's not, it's not the easiest schedule the rest of the way. It's also not impossible, but Holding on to that one seed is going to be every bit as important as it's ever been. 
especially if you have to go against the Bucks in what seems like an inevitable clash in the Eastern Conference Finals. I hope it is inevitable because I want to see it, and we have not seen that matchup at full strength uh, in a long, long time, and I think that would be a really fun, entertaining series. And I think in a lot of ways that might be for the NBA title. I think the Eastern Conference Finals could be uh, the best the NBA has to offer, uh, although I'm leaving the door ajar for the uh, the Phoenix Suns and KD to come together and maybe make a run uh, mm-hmm. at a special uh, special Western Conference uh, option for the finals. That was actually, we did, uh, I know, it, homerific. I was on NBC Sports Boston the other night, and they asked for finals matchups and results. And uh, while the other three work for NBC Sports Boston, so I think they may actually be contractually obligated to pick the Celtics, mm-hmm. I also picked the Celtics, uh, and I believe three of us picked Celtics over Suns for the NBA finals. Um, but to me, getting past Giannis will be the ultimate challenge that I don't want to say it's a little denouement after that but uh I, I think if you beat the Bucks and go to the finals it would be really disappointing to then come up short because they are so good they are playing so well they seem so co- cohesive you brought up the um the bench and you know the when starters have been down how well guys have played and even you know, the, the, the guys that almost don't play to, to step in. And now Peyton Pritchard is one of those guys. I don't know if that's as much out of depth of bench or shut your mouth, Peyton Pritchard, lesson time um, that he's learning. But their role players are so good when asked to step up. And I just, it feels like we're being homers. And you know, this is not the street I usually, the side of the street I usually uh, play on. I but, know this is usually my part of the neighborhood, yeah. my neck of the woods. It feels awkward for you. You're welcome here. I told you, you have a, pa- a guest pass whenever you want to use it. Well, I just feel, uh, objectively, why am I going to pick against the Celtics? Just objectively, if I just go, Vegas says they're the favorite. The standings mm-hmm. say they're the favorite. Mm-hmm. The fact that they are young and developing into their prime, their core, they've added bench. Everything points to favorite, favorite, like the flashing sign at freaking Krispy Kreme when the hot donuts are ready. The Celtics <laughs> are the hot donuts right off the assembly line. They are ready. They are ready to be consumed. Yeah, uh, it's... It's really, it's really remarkable the way they've come together. And, you know, part of me now can't help but think that maybe Joe Missoula, obviously he's pushing all the right buttons, and maybe he's pushing all the right buttons, Andy, by not pushing any buttons at all. Maybe, uh, you know, we keep wondering, like, what is Missoula's coaching style? What is he really like in the locker room at practice and with these guys? Is he one of them because he's actually younger than Al Horford? He can't be nearly as a... He can't be the sweetheart that Brad Stevens was, the the Oshucks Midwestern basketball boy with a heart of gold and a glass of whole milk in his hands. But he also can't be like the controlling boss man, like the the hard edged uh, mentor that Ime Odoka was, who came along at the right time with his particular style and brand and swag last year to help turn this team around. But now you wonder, like with a team that has this kind of depth, which has this talent, which has this chemistry, like they have each other's back in every aspect way shape and form possible you can't help but wonder if maybe a non-invasive non-intrusive coaching style isn't what actually does work best for this team like they took their lumps and then they learned their lesson and they turned it around last year and they got showed up and had their hearts broken on the biggest national stage and this really does seem like a comeback and redemption tour for these Celtics who are a better team now than they were at any point last season and if they are to return and i don't know who it would possibly be against because the suns lost to the bucks two years ago in six last year the celtics lose in six to the golden state warriors 
Could it be Suns versus Bucks again? Perhaps. I don't know about the Warriors. They've had, obviously, Steph Curry getting banged up so much this season may make things difficult for them to return. But wouldn't surprise me at all if it was Celtics versus Suns. And if the Suns get humming, they've won seven of their last ten. Uh, if they get, they're they 33-28, and 28, the fourth seed in the Western Conference, wouldn't surprise me at all if they go on a rip and a run, given the talent that they have on that team right now. So who who in the world would say no to a primetime Kevin Durant versus his protege, Master versus Apprentice, Celtics versus Suns, NBA Finals? My God, wouldn't that be a blast? And the other thing here I find is a lot of people talking about, you know, Chris Paul, choker. Joel Embiid, choker. Some of the people that are chokers along the way. Fitzy, um, not to jump from the overly optimistic side of the street back to my normal playground, but mm-hmm. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this group of Celtics has not won a ring, correct? This group of Celtics? I don't believe there's anyone on the team that has a ring on their finger that they didn't either buy for fun uh, because they got married or because an alien contacted them to be part of the Society of Green Lanterns. So they've come up short, too. Yes. They have failed to achieve the ultimate goal, whether it be in the finals last year, in the bubble a couple years ago where they were the favorites and then fell apart. So if I'm in Philly, if I'm in Phoenix, I'm pointing the same finger at the Celtics. You've never won. I know you're a young team and you're still building and all that, but you've never won either. You've never gotten over the hump. Last time I saw Jason Tatum in the finals, he did not look good. So as no. much as I believe they're going in the right direction and the favorites and all that, um, I think this sort of uh, Joel Embiid is a loser, Doc Rivers is a loser, Chris Paul's a loser, what's KD ever won without the Warriors, blah, blah, blah. I think a lot of that can be said about the Celtics until they get over the hump and win a ring and, and prove themselves championship caliber because there are other people in the mix who do have rings, right? Like Kawhi Leonard, uh, what do you have, 44 last night, and Russell Westbrook is starting. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to eliminate them from the conversation. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Watch out possible. for the clips. That's a good right. call, Andy. Sneaky, sneaky, and has a ring, has a leader that has a ring. So it seems like in the NBA, maybe more than any sport, this idea of loser, choker, can't win label is mm-hmm. placed on people maybe too quickly, too too easily, and, and I don't, I, that doesn't mean they can't win, I guess. You know, the, even though Joel Embiid is a loser, and you know, oh, the story of my life, oh me, oh boy. Um, <laughs> Literally, I know. God, boy, it won't yeah, stun me if the Sixers win, I guess is what I'm saying. wouldn't stun me if the, mm-hmm. if the Suns win, just like it won't stun me if the Celtics, with this Correct. group, get their first ring. And I think if we're going to be objective and factual, the simple fact is Joe Missoula is the weak link of the Boston Celtics. I don't know how weak he is. But he is the weak link, right? Can we agree on that? Well, actually, I was going to ask you not to try to traffic in what so many people around town thinks works in sports. Think works in sports radio. That being, of course, raising questions, trying to be objectively skeptical, and sometimes deigning in the deep waters of negativity. Are you at all concerned that a guy like Jason Tatum? I'm not personally, but I'm just curious if you or any listeners are. Are you concerned that Jason Tatum seems to? be prone in some big matchups like he's never he's never really great against the Sixers like I, last night Celtics Twitter during the game was like oh great another night where Tatum doesn't show up against the 76ers like he has tough games against the Warriors and tough games against the Sixers and obviously he came up huge in the end and that's all that matters but are you concerned at all Andy that there are certain teams he seems to never really have it against and or back to uh, a trope from before the all-star break are you worried at all or anxious 
about his workload and the minutes that he has to play because you may end up gassing him again come finals time. I know last week John Corrales told us he's taken his training more seriously. He's eating right. He's doing everything he can to be able to handle 36 to 41 minutes a night. But you think it may catch up to him? I don't. Uh, I think he's young enough. I think he, you know, I've read a a bunch of stuff about the, the diet and the chef and eating better and feeling better. He's in the prime. He's in the prime of his career. I think it's a little early. If he starts fading, uh, I'm not a fan of that. I don't know. I don't know if that's a uh, sort of example of him not treating his body properly the rest of the year. But I have I've seen no um, reason to believe that. Has he been slow out of the All Star break? Sure. I don't know. Oh, are we going to say he tired himself out going for the MVP in the All Star game? There wasn't exactly any defense. I mean, I know he had to jog <laughs> up. It was a shoot around. It was a high level shoot around. So no, I, that does not concern me if I'm going to pick a weak link of the Boston Celtics it is not whether Tatum runs out of gas it's not bench scoring it's there's two things there's first and foremost Joe Missoula he is the unknown the old you're only as strong as your weakest link in matchups with some other coaches I pick Spolstra for example you're gonna have the the worse inferior coach now you I would argue you've had the inferior coach Every time you faced the Miami Heat, I thought Brad Stevens got pantsed in the postseason a couple of years ago. So that's not exempt something that's specific just to Missoula. But until he proves himself and how he reacts in tough spots and key games, that's going to be a question. And then my other is they're just and this is a this is an NBA thing, a total basketball thing. They rely on the three pointer. I always mm-hmm. say if you show me their three point percentage from a game, if you just pull that out and just show it to me. I feel like I'd have a really good shot of telling you whether they won or lost. It, it's mm-hmm. it's that simple. Um, and if they go cold, sometimes it's ugly basketball, and they have games where they go cold. But other than that, I think we're, uh, as my old friend at Patriots.com used to say, we're picking nits here. That's what we're doing because they are that damn good, and they are poised to compete for a title. And the Bruins, of course, uh, switching sports. Of course, uh, two teams playing in one building that is absolutely on fire, electric now, and oh, if everything were to work out, what a party it would be on the causeway and all in and around town because both teams in the TD Garden right now are currently leading not just their division, not just their conference, but their entire sport. Yesterday's Bruins win. I mean, coming, you know, the Canucks are eight games under 500. Okay, so it, they're not a great team by any stretch. These are not the 2011 Canucks. No need to pump their tires to borrow from Roberto Luongo from 12 years ago. But however, it is a road game. You're coming off a hard-fought 6-5 win against the Kraken up in Seattle. Different time zone. It's an after late afternoon tilt, etc. Everyone's going to be coming at you because the Bruins right now have a well-painted black and gold target on their back because they are the team to beat as of right now in the NHL. And to get the early one from Hampus and then Brad uh, uh, Marshawn puts them up 2-0, they go back to 2-1, they pull the goalie, to have something like that, like to have Allmark flip the puck airborne over everyone's head, have it bounce twice, and go in for the first goalie goal in the history of the Bruins, getting them the 3-1 win. What I loved was you know, a, a win yesterday, 2-1, if they just survived uh, the final two minutes and they get the win, they all would have been excited. They would have all been hugging and a lot of high fives and stick taps and everything else. But to get that celebration out of the Bruins, to see the bees just light up the bench go absolutely nuts for hockey god forbid not just locally to get national coverage because everyone 
in the sports world was talking about the goalie goal last night. Like that for me, somebody who's obviously, you know, a Foxborough fanboy and puts Patriots above all other sports locally. Can't help it. That's just the way I was raised and who I am. It was great. It was just, it was so great to see. And I know so many people that put Bruins first, the big, bad, black and gold, like, they just woke up today with such a smile on their face feeling so good because that took a good win for the Bruins and almost like, I won't say established it as legendary, but made it very, very memorable. It was fun. And, you know, to get the trade additions out there, I think Orlov logged like 20-something minutes. I know he had uh, one miscommunication there that was part of the goal mm-hmm. allowed, but mm-hmm. um, getting his feet wet in a Bruins uniform, Hathaway um, played. I, I think he had a couple hits. Like, I was just, you know... It, Adding depth to their team through the trade deadline, what they did, I'm assuming they are probably just about done. I kind of hope they're just about done because I like the chemistry and the mix they have, and I'm not sure. I love the addition. Do you like the addition? I thought those were great. I thought it was a great yeah, trade for the perfect. Bruins. I know they gave up a lot, but at the same time, eh. and these guys are free agents. It's, you know, but you got to risk, you know, it's back to Bruce Arians' ball. No risk it, no biscuit. Like they're going for it. They made the trade, they, they made the deal. They need to go for it. As they should. Mm-hmm. And. You know, this is I was talking about this with Rich the other night that, you know, this idea that this is the last dance. But I I chose to maybe spin it on its ear. Could you say this is maybe the first in the next era of Bruins hockey in the next championship era? Because there are a lot of things to build around with this team. I'm not saying they're going to be a better team next year, um, but I don't I think they're going to have opportunities to be a, a team that goes on playoff runs, Stanley Cup uh, runs over the next few years. And if you get a chance to win it, you got to win it. They're the perfect example. They have one cup in this era. They could have had more. They could be looked at very differently, but they're not, right? Tuka Rask is not looked at differently because he didn't secure it. And mm-hmm. who knows if this is a special season from Allmark. I don't know if he's turning into a franchise goalie or having a franchise goalie year, but mm-hmm. take advantage of your situation, your lot in life while you can. And Sweeney's the ultimate guy who has said in the past – Teams earn the right to be invested in. You earn the right as a player to be invested in by what you do leading up to the trade deadline. And I know mm-hmm. the Red Sox are a team that haven't always believed in that and haven't always treated it that way. But the Bruins are. And this team earned the right to be invested in. It didn't need huge investments. It needed depth. It needed some you know, tweaks here and there. They did it. Those guys are already on the ice. They're already contributing. Um there's no reason to be less hopeful about the Bruins than there is about the the Celtics. I mean, you, you literally, I know this is your your little dream scenario, but TD Garden could be the place to be this spring and early summer as these two teams go on runs towards p- potential titles, and it could be a lot of fun. Look, I'm not saying that everything is a lock and that you should you know make your plans and look to add two more championship shirts to the trunk, the closet, the wardrobe, etc. But at the same time, folks, we also may or may not be saying don't be making any plans for mid to late June because it could get awfully exciting back in Entitled Town. And maybe, just maybe, Andy, this horrible four-year, four-plus-year duck boat drought will come to an end. Thank you for your strength, Boston. Thank you so much. And thank you for the calls. We'll get to them on the other side. 617-779-7937 is the number. We'll get to your calls, like we said, to talk Celtics and Bruins. Plus... It's only one game in to the 2023 MLB season, or at least spring training, and the young Red Sox season, and already we have one of the more memorable, unique, and unusual finishes I've ever seen, and I've been watching baseball for damn near half a century. Don't go anywhere. we got all that coming up for you, plus our usual Patriots Power Hour starting at noontime. It's Fitzy and Hart and you here on WEEI.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original. WEI. Just a couple more minutes here until we wrap up our number one of today's two-hour Fitzy and Hart fun stravaganza. Hour number two, we'll do a little twip, a little six-ring spectacular this week in Patriots. Of course, if you can't get enough Patriots talk, you can download, subscribe to, listen, and share the Six Rings and Football Things podcast with new episodes out every, eh, sometimes Tuesday, depending on the news cycle, sometimes Wednesday, and of course, sometimes Thursday, sometimes Friday. At least twice a week, we put out action-packed episodes you can find us on the Odyssey app, weei.com, Spotify, Apple Pods, and wherever awesome football talk is found. We've made our feelings abundantly clear on the Bruins and the Celtics last night on what is a Boston sports regular season Saturday for the ages. Now we go to you, the diehard fans of Boston Sports Original at 617-779-7937. We open up Denora in Maine on the Bees. What's up, Denora? Hey, Fitzy, what's up? How are you? Doing great, especially after that win last night by the bees. Oh, that was a that was a beautiful thing. You know, I've had people telling me as great as Jason Tatum's shot was, and as momentous and monumental as that win may be, because it was one of the wilder ones. That yesterday belongs to Linus Allmark for that goal. How excited were you, Denora, when that puck went in? Oh, geez, I if I could have been jumping up and down and screaming, I would have been. But I I had too much shock going through me at the at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, let me uh, let me and on the Lord's Day, no less. So let me ask you this question: Are you recalibrating your expectations as somebody who just lives, eats, breathes, and sleeps Bruins? Have you recalibrated your expectations that anything short of another Stanley Cup Finals appearance and a cup would be a disappointment? Uh, I did that back in November. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What what gave you such an early sense of confidence? Well, honestly, when I started seeing the guys that weren't doing so great last year now playing great and better this year, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, something, something clicked. Something's changed. And the fact that they just weren't losing, mm-hmm. that's kind of a pretty good indicator that, <laughs> all right, you know, Maybe we will just teabag the rest of the league this year. Ah, but we just got to own it and live with it. Yep. <laughs> That's a Sunday morning special. Look at that. Uh, we... 
Uh, we'll call that the Causeway Special. Denora, thank you so yep. much for the call. You have a great rest of your Sunday as well. Uh, you know, funny how that whole, like, yeah, we seem to be winning more than losing thing uh, works out for people. But I got to say this, Andy. As skeptical as I was initially finding out that Bruce Cassidy, basically somebody who was just a postseason regular and did an awesome job turning around the Bruins after they floundered and sort of had tuned Claude out, that Cassidy got canned, I was shocked. Honestly, I was, I was legitimately surprised. But then it seems that hiring Jim Montgomery was the right choice to make because maybe he had just been too extreme, too rough. Uh, there, he had barked at them too much because it just begins with guys like Jake DeBrusque. And boy, is it nice to have him back after getting injured in the Winter Classic and being out six weeks. I mean, the season that guy alone is having is, is you know, plus also, you know, Bergy having a great season, Krejci being willing to come back and more like the results that they're putting forth now under Montgomery, first year coach and all um, kind of inarguable that whatever whatever change they needed to make in the locker room and chemistry wise is working. It's the anti Patriots. You know, I know we're going to talk Patriots next hour, but all season, all we talked about with Mac is. Huh, he was good last year and he stinks this year. He was happy and a leader and trending in the right direction last year and now he's a frustrated puddle of goo. Huh, what changed? Oh, the coaching changed. Mm. And it's the same thing with the Bruins. And I don't necessarily think with with Cassidy it's too much, too much of the negativity or the hard or the criticism or the media rip jobs or any of that, as much as I think it may have been too long. And it just one of those things where you lose guys, the message gets a little wearisome, and it was time for a change. And I felt that I was on the air with Mutt when when the news broke, and, and that was my take. Not that he's a bad coach, that it was a bad situation that was coming, like maybe a change was needed. Now, I did not envision the the perfect swap the going from the Hardo coach to the players coach and suddenly you're the most unbeatable team in hockey where you're doing certain things to other teams according to Denora that I will not say I'll leave that to her um but she's right <laughs> you know the first dead giveaway of of why they were good they didn't yep. lose the ridiculous start that has turned into a ridiculous season record setting season i think i checked it again my favorite stat to look at is their goal differential where they are still more than double the next best team. They're plus 95. I think the the Devils maybe or the Hurricanes are plus 47. You're double They're the goal plus differential. plus 95? Yeah. It's pretty damn good, huh? Pretty, pretty good. Holy Schmidt. That's unbelievable. And wow. so it was that it was that good. More than double the silly. next closest team in the conference. Wow. Like they're, some of their numbers and the things they are doing are silly. Now, we know this from 2007. I know. It all falls I knew apart. You were going there. My if you bones don't win, it's useless. You if there. you don't win, it's useless. You have to finish the journey. You have to make uh, Denora look prescient when she thinks in November, yeah, it's cup or bust. It is cup or bust. I don't care. And again, maybe Montgomery is the weak link for the Boston Bruins. I tend to doubt it, but maybe his inconsistency with lineups or overzealousness to change things up on mm -hmm. occasion. Um, you know, I, I pulled an Adam Jones myself the other night and spun it a negative that they have two really good goalies because the one thing I would say with, with Montgomery's propensity for change and not mm -hmm. fearing change is if you know you have a really good goalie on the bench, it might lead you to go to that goalie sooner than you normally would in a strenuous cup game or strenuous cup series. And I just don't want to see a back and forth or a, or a looking over their shoulder of the goalies 
And I think that could be easy to fall into for a, a, a relatively inexperienced coach with two good goalies. But other than that, nope. Go about your uh, your business, as Denora says. Do your business. I'll just I'll I'll leave you with this. Grab a call, and then we'll flip the script for the second hour and start talking some football. You say it could be Montgomery as the weak link on the Bruins. Maybe it could be Allmark, who is, as Jack Edwards said in that call of the electric goalie goal to end the game in Vancouver yesterday. I mean, he how much experience does he have being the target, being the number one goalie against nothing but playoff caliber teams that are going to rough you up, that are going to be in the crease, that are going to be peppering you with 100-mile-an-hour shots? Like, we don't know. I mean, he could, yeah, he could take home the ultimate goalie prize prior to a Stanley Cup this season. I don't know. As Swayman, you got a good backup. Some people say there's a goalie controversy or that maybe you need to trade one. I say I say hogwash to that as well. The other night, Swayman gives up five, but at the same time also makes some great saves as well. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll just strap in, get ready for the ride. And like you said, let's hope that the people like Denora, who way back in November said something feels different, it's cup or bust. Let's hope that those were some relevant and salient thoughts. Uh, last call, and then we'll pay some bills and talk some pats. Brendan's in the car. What's up, Brendan? Oh, I guess we got a break. Brendan, we'll catch you on the other side. Plus, we'll share that Red Sox audio and more. Thank you very much, Andrew. Good to have one professional in the building. Fitzy and Hart heading to hour number two here on WEEI. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 